This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, and we'll go in three, two, one. Welcome to Inside the Tunnel, brought to you by VT Scoop 24-7 Sports. My name is Andrew Alex. I am joined today by one guy who's always here, Evan Watkins. How are you, dude? It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Back on the East Coast. Enjoyed a little little bear excursion out there on the uh out there in the in the big sky country. So came uh went from snow to I don't know, man. It's like it's like freaking the the devil is touching us here. It's so hot. So I'll survive. How's everything going over there? It's good, man. It's good. You know, summer in Blacksburg. It hasn't gotten too hot just yet. It's uh, it's a beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking out over the sunset over the mountains right now, and it reminds me why I love this place so much. But hey, we're joined today by someone who will soon be a resident of the great town of Blacksburg, Virginia, the first of our recruit exclusive, our commit exclusive, Gabriel Arena. A commit for the class of 2023, 6'5", offensive tackle from the capital of Pennsylvania, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Dude, pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you. I appreciate it. Pleasure's all mine. So, Gabe, I want to kick things off. You know, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, you were right in the backyard of Brent Price's previous recruiting territory when he was at Penn State. How long has that relationship, maybe not as much with him directly, but with his circle, gone back? It's gone back to my freshman year, ever since I went to camp there. And when I went to camp there, the first people I was introduced to was actually Coach Pry, because he was my recruiting area coordinator. So he was the person I would go to directly concerning Penn State recruiting. That's awesome. That's awesome. So was Virginia Tech pursuing you prior to Brent Pry coming on as head coach, or is that something that uh, just kind of came about when Coach Pry took over? Uh, yeah, Virginia Tech, they were actually my first offer when I was a sophomore back in April of, I believe, 2020, I want to say, or maybe 2021. I'm not too sure. Uh, the previous staff gave me an offer, and they were my first offer. And then, obviously, the staff uh, got removed, and Coach Pry brought in a new staff. Then I was able to get Coach Pry's re-offer. But I'm sure our previous relationship kind of persuaded him with the re-offer. So let's talk about that the previous staff real quick, uh, and they were the first ones to offer you. Obviously, Vance Vice uh, was, was part of that. Um, What's been the differences for you? You've you've obviously been recruited by both staffs. You visited under both staffs. Um, Vance Vice was was kind of uh, really loved by the O line recruits. Joe Rudolph is also loved by the O line recruits. Kind of, what's been the differences for you so far between the two? 
The key difference that stands out to me right away is the head coaching position. Uh, when I was offered by Virginia Tech from uh, pre-staff change, uh, me and Coach Fuente, we shared a couple of texts, a couple of words, some highs and greetings, but we never really got into long conversations. But me and Coach Pry, we've got, had those conversations. He's even invited me into his office to sit down with him and Coach Rudolph, which I didn't even I have never been in the office until he invited me to. So it was a pretty cool experience. But yeah, by far the head coaching position is the big change. So let's go into Joe Rudolph a little bit. Obviously, um, you know, we talked about this before he was hired at Virginia Tech when the rumors were swirling that he's, you could argue top five, maybe even top three offensive line coaches in the country just with what he's done in the past, what he did at Wisconsin, what he did at Pitt, uh, the people he's put, he's put into the league. Um, and everyone that you talk to about him raves about him. Um, so obviously you've had a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with him. He was, uh, was your recruiter. He came to your school. He's watched you do the spring evaluation and watched you work out, hosted you on campus, all of it. So what is, uh, what is it about Joe Rudolph? You know, what's kind of, uh, the thing that makes him tick and, and how does he relate? The best thing about Coach Rudolph by far has to be his personality. Our personalities are on that same type of level where we can connect and deeper thought, especially when it comes for the game of football and like for the technical sound stuff. Like he says one thing and I'm listening to it and I can understand it the same level of how he's explaining it. And then, I mean, it comes down to business, but when you're not doing business, you gotta have a great time. Coach Rudolph, he's expressed multiple times about having a great time. The one visit I went down there, it was uh, during some free time. We played air hockey. It was one of the most interesting air hockey games I've ever played, but it was fun. And also on that same visit, we were able to go over technique stuff, and I was able to improve my technique just by listening to what he was saying and visualizing it in my head. So just our mindset and personality are so similar that when put together, we work really well together. I love it. I love it. That work hard, play hard mentality is uh, important to get the most out of this life, Gabe. But you know, as an offensive lineman, is there anyone who, you know, maybe on this current roster that you were able to talk to that definitely kind of nailed down that vision of you as a Virginia Tech Hokie? Yes, uh, I want to. It's either Silas or Cyrus. One of those. I, I can't pronounce Silas, it right. Yeah. Yeah, I was able to connect to him, actually, when I was there for their spring practice. Uh, I went, as I was watching practice, he's someone that stood right out to me. During the drills, he was picking up the other guys, telling them, like, a few pointers here and there. But when it was his drill, if they weren't giving him a proper scout, uh, he made sure to tell them because he wants to get better. So he said, hey, next time, give me your all. I want to get better. Something like that stuck out to me. I was like, wow, I need to talk to this guy. So fortunate for me, later in my visit, when he was doing his uh, post-practice uh, recovery uh, for their upcoming spring game, I was actually able to meet with him in the offensive line. About how his day was going, how practice was. I obviously shared what I observed of him and how I was interested in him. Then we were able to talk about his possible NFL options to come, 
like who's all been in contact with him. So just really being able to con uh, connect on another level with him, which is pretty awesome. So going through the process with Virginia Tech, your your recruitment wasn't as straightforward like you already said because you had the staff turnover and they had offered you under one and they hadn't reoffered you yet under the other one and then that they came to the, to your to your workout right and they came and they offered you at a practice didn't they during spring evaluation period isn't that how it went down? So uh, I wasn't offered at that practice. So Coach Rudolph came to practice late in March. Uh, and then it was not until a little bit after that. I believe it was a Tuesday, I want to see, first week of April. So the first Tuesday of April, I believe. Uh, and me and Coach Rudolph got on the phone, and uh, he was able to give me the reoffer. And then shortly after he gave me the reoffer, uh, Coach Bowen will show up that Thursday. And he was able to watch me again. I was able to talk to him. And then he ended up giving my quarterback an offer that Thursday. And then I was able to announce my commitment the, the following day, Friday. Yeah, your recruitment was, was real quick once they gave that re-offer. Um, I guess you already had it in your mind. That's where you wanted to be. So, you know, walk 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 everybody, walk the fans through that thought process. Why Virginia Tech and and you know, you didn't have to sit on it very long before you made that decision. So what was it that put the Hokies uh, right there for you? To be honest, it wasn't uh, why Virginia Tech for me. It was why not? You know, I couldn't find a reason not to want to go to Virginia Tech. And I mean, because in recruitment and where I'm going, it's very important that I make the best decision possible. So instead of looking at all the fancy, like, showy stuff, you got to look for – the nitty-gritty stuff that sticks out, that why not you wouldn't want to go there. And for me, I couldn't find any. I mean, Virginia Tech checked every single box. You know, it has my major great coaching staff, uh, great personalities on the team. It's going to be a great work environment. And I know with a great work environment, I would be able to produce amazing things. So um, back in January is actually when I went there for junior day. And I was able to meet the new coaching staff, and they were doing their all of their introductions. And then after their introductions, I, you know, I was sitting there thinking with my, uh, I want to say, fellow McDevitt alumni, Lena Lupinetti. And I was looking at him like, yeah, man, this definitely seems like the place. And right then and there, I knew in my mind I wanted to be Virginia Tech Hokie. So it's pretty exciting. How did how did I not know that Lena went to Bishop McDevitt too? Yeah, that's a hell of a connection. <laughs> I don't know how how that connection slipped past. I feel like we would have known that one. Hey, uh, another thing is he's really good at pop shot. Don't ever challenge him at pop shot. Uh, uh, you're in for another thing. <laughs> yeah, I heard he broke the he he broke some record the other day or something. Uh, I was able to see him and Coach Rudolph. Going one on one, head to head, and pop shot. Oh man, I've never seen them more focused in my whole life. It was so close. Uh, you don't want to play video games with him either. I heard he, uh, I heard he, he murders people in in video games. Yeah, I've heard those same rumors. So one year of high school football left for you. And, you know, it, it's not as somber as it is for scrubs like me, where that that's it. 
that's football. It's over. You know you have football ahead of you, but for you, it's going to be an opportunity to fine-tune your game. As you look towards this senior year, what are your personal goals as to, you know, where you want to improve your game, where you want to really touch things up, and, you know, what do you want to get out of that final year of high school football? Well, the one big goal being, it's bold, but we're winning the state championship. Without a doubt in my mind, I want to help get the team right and make sure that I'm right and we can make it the whole way there to the state final and win it. So we came short last year, and it won't happen again. We're winning the state championship. Now, for personal goals, I want to keep up my explosiveness, my agility, my fire off the ball. That's going to be important for developing a run game and helping uh, with pass protection. And then strength-wise, I'm going to the gym from four to six times a week, and I'm going to get stronger because I need to be ready not only for to win the state championship, but what's after that state championship, which will be my upcoming freshman year at Virginia Tech. And I want to start as soon as possible. So even after the state championship final, I'm going right back to the gym, going right back to grinding. I need to improve my strength drastically just so that I have the best possible chance of starting, hopefully, as a true freshman. Big dreams. (laughs) So a part of that team for your senior year, everybody wants to know. I, I posted this question earlier. I said, uh, you know, I was going to have you on the podcast tonight. And what did uh, what did the fans want to know? And like, I don't know, a bunch of them said, "Is he going to bring Marquise Williams with him to Virginia Tech?" So, what's the latest with Marquise and uh, and your relationship with him? And you think the Hokies can get him on campus for a visit? Oh yeah, I definitely think for sure. I. Uh, you know, before he released his top seven the other day, he was in touch with me a week or so beforehand, and he was like, Gabe, is Virginia Tech the moves? I said, yeah, it's the only moves. I said, it's the best possible decision you can make. And he, me and him looked at each other and he smiled. So I uh, definitely think you guys can get him for a visit. Uh, I'd say Virginia Tech's not in his top seven. Personally, I think it's up in his top three even. I mean, but that's based off my opinion and nothing from, like, his own, like, verbal saying. But, <laughs> well, you're, you're giving the fans what they want to hear, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I really hope that I'm able to help him in his decision. And I know the fans, if they're crazy for him or if they want him, the uh, best way to do that is to express it to him so that he knows. Because uh, I feel like it's important – to feel welcome in a new home. And, I mean, that's what Virginia Tech is. It's a home. So, you know, as long as they're welcoming, I'm sure he'll get it done. Virginia Tech as a school, you know, football aside, what impressed you the most? Uh, I want to say the environment, just the culture of Virginia Tech. Like, even down to, like, the buildings, the school buildings, I'm obsessed with the Hokies Stone. I think it's a perfect thing to do with the architecture of the buildings. Like I like the the Gothic aesthetic. Uh, then campus is so lively when the weather's nice. I mean, I was down there for a junior day when it was still ice snow on the ground. I mean, it was pretty ghost town like then. But when I was able to make it back down in March, it was crazy. And being able to see the the big open courtyard in the center of campus, I don't know the the actual term for the area, but it's the where, drill field. Yeah. The drill field. 
yeah, getting to see all the students and everyone there, it was crazy. Seems like an awesome environment. You uh, you had really high academic offers. You had Harvard, Dartmouth, Columbia, Princeton, pretty much all the Ivies. Um, what what yeah. do you plan to study? Oh, I plan to study aerospace engineering. Okay, how are you going to do that and play football? Because that's going to be a tough order. You able to handle that? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to be able to handle that. Uh, I'm sure with the support that Virginia Tech offers, and plus my own determination and wanting to study aerospace and play football at the same time, I'm already accepting that challenge now so I can conquer it later. Because I believe that I'll get used to the schedule. I'll make a schedule, a routine I'll be into, and I'll be able to get it done. So with that, with that high pedigree of, of a degree and those, those aspirations, when the day comes that your, your playing days are over, what do you, what do you envision yourself doing? What, what, what do you want to do as a career? Well, me personally, I'd love to not only work for, but work with Elon Musk and SpaceX to help him compete with NASA and to make travel to Mars a regular day thing. I mean, it's going to be an expensive day thing, but I want it to be more regular than what it is. It would be pretty cool to design a rocket that lands on Mars pretty frequently. (laughs) That would certainly be a uh, cool guy to work for. Oh, yeah. So you've been very vocal uh, behind the scenes and on social media recruiting everyone. Uh, you know, you were uh, recruiting guys like uh, Dylan Whitkey. You were recruiting Dante Lovett. You were recruiting a bunch of guys to come to Virginia Tech with you. Who are the ones uh, b- besides Marquise that you're trying to get to Virginia Tech with you now? Who are you working on? To be honest, I'd love – because I played with, football with a lot of uh, friends of mine, like youth football I'm talking about. And I would love to get them the exposure that I know they deserve and they can achieve. And if you expose those people that haven't been sought out yet, those are like finding diamonds in piles of coals, right? They're so hidden in there. But when you add the pressure, they turn into diamonds and they shine. And then you find yourself real treasure. And I want to help my friends from youth football get that same exposure so then we can do what we did in youth at a higher level in college and still win championships like we did in youth football. With with the class right now, Virginia Tech's class, you got, what is it? How many commitments are there? Eight commitments, uh, 22 class in the country as things sit today. Obviously, that'll be very fluid throughout the rest of the cycle. But O-line has been hit pretty good. I mean, you got yourself, you got Hans Hammer, you got Lance Williams. How close are you with those guys? Have you met them? Do you talk with them? You know, what's your relationship like with the other O-line uh, commitments? Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to meet them in person or, like, have uh, vocal conversations with them. But I'm hoping with uh, multiple visits planned or future visits planned for to visit Virginia Tech. And with my official visit, I want to try and time it just right so that I'm able to be there when they're there. Because meeting my future teammates and other teammates that are committed is important so we can establish uh, a relationship because a strong relationship and bond on the front line is going to go a long way than not knowing the next guy 
like who the guy is next to me on the first day of camp. It's going to be good to have that prior relationship. So we already have a sense of who's who and how to work with each other. When do you think you'll be back on campus again? Um, I'm hoping for hopefully a summer visit. Uh, I definitely want to make a game. And then my official visit, I'm going to shoot for an end of, like um, a further date probably after my season. Like a December before the December signing period? Yeah, probably. Rock on. Well, I think that is all the questions from the message board. Andy, all right. You got anything? Let's just end with a couple fun ones. Gabe, favorite movie of all time? Oh, man. I'm a bit of a geek. I'm not going to lie. My favorite movie is actually, uh, it's called Ready Player One. <laughs> That's one of my best friend's favorite movies as well. I'll, I'll make sure to tell him that. I'm about to go hang out with him after this. Uh, if you could have one band or artist come play a concert and you have front row seats in your town tomorrow, who would you want? Oh, man. Oh, this is a tough question. Maybe I'll stick to like a lower band. I'll do like 21 pilots or something. Okay. Okay. Favorite pro football team? Oh, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, bad answer. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Hail to the commanders, I guess. I don't know. I'm a sad person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a tough life. It's a tough life indeed. Um, if you couldn't, let's just say football doesn't exist. What sport would Gabe Arena be going to play college? I would definitely maybe lacrosse, I want to say. Because I, I attempted playing lacrosse my freshman year. Unfortunately, got shut down for COVID. But when I did play, I'd say I was picking up pretty well and the idea and the concept. So, yeah, maybe lacrosse. Three people, dead or alive, dinner. Who would you go with? Oh, uh, Elon Musk, obviously. Um, Ryan Reynolds, he's a good one. And let's do Jim Carrey. <laughs> I like that <laughs> answer. That's a good one. Interesting dinner, I think. <laughs> that would be an interesting dinner indeed. All right, last one I got for you. Spirit animal. We'll do a wolf or a dragon. Maybe a hybrid. I don't know. And if you were a Major League Baseball player, what would your walk-up song be? Championship? <laughs> there you go. I love the attitude. Gabriel Arena 2023 offensive line commit out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. A future Hokie, and we're excited to have him in Blacksburg on visits in the near future, and then, of course, on the squad in the long term. Thank you so much for joining us, dude. Well, I appreciate you guys for having me. All right, Evan, if the people want more great recruiting content, where do they get it from? Yeah, come on over, 60% off through the month of June, vtscoop.com. The code is Mateus Crocs. The code is Mateus Crocs. All right, folks. Well, we will be back probably with a full episode with me, Evan Matei, and Doug, plus plenty more of these commit interviews coming in. We appreciate Gabe's time. 
As always, check out VT Scoop. Enjoy your weekend and go Hokies. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Sample, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.